0: Welcome to a thousand flips podcast with Kevin Link and Dan McDonald. How we did a thousand real estate deals in the last five years. Direct mail—that's something that we do all the time. Big topic, big topic. A lot of Important people topic. It. We yeah. do it. Uh, we've <clears throat> sent out approximately 10 million different mail pieces over the years yeah Um, some have worked really well we've some have not worked well we've tried
1: it's that it's that marketing channel that it's not the sexiest channel Mm -hmm. but it just continues to yield a positive ROI month in and month out Um, it sort of doesn't like electrify the business but when you look at like well we sent the mailer and we did get a dealer we did get a couple deals and it we it brought in more than it cost to send it's like we just just become a staple in the business it is
0: it's not <clears throat> it, it's a staple you know it's a two maybe three roi depending on you know uh, depending on the mail piece and the month and that it, kind of thing it's never, never it's for us, it's never just blown it out of the box in this market, but we could, we just, we've done it for years now without mm-hmm. fail because it is a two or three. It's one of many marketing channels that we use, but it can. works. And some
1: months, some months, it's like, it'll, it'll get a big
0: pop or something. It's most months true. it'll
1: generate something. And then some months it'll just generate like the biggest deal of the
0: year. We have had, um, you know, in the many years we've been doing direct mail, we've sent out postcards, letters, you know, different, used different vendors, different styles, different like, handwritten, non-handwritten. You know, we've, I feel like we've tried just about everything that there is to try. There's one uh, mail piece that we've had a lot of luck with and it's had a lot of longevity. Um, it's been in our rotation for years now. Um, it's kind of a, a little staple within that are sort of mailpiece staple. Dan, why don't you tell us about that? Uh, I think what you're talking about is a letter um,
1: addressed from one of our agents. Um, so coming from a real estate agent, um, directed to properties that we think um, are are suitable for rehab or teardown, um, and it references a. a builder um interested in buying builder client builder client yeah yeah, interest uh interested in buying a property like that um and uh you know if they are and then it's kind of generic from there uh you know buy it as is without commissions um close on the your choice you know private sale you don't put on the market and uh so it's nothing like too unusual, but that's basically the setup, and um, yeah, it's been effective.
0: So it, this particular mail piece, though, is something that generates um, opportunities for listings, too, though.
1: Yeah, that's a great point, um, and probably a, a reasonably large component um, of the total ROI. Uh, because yeah, it, it, it additionally spits out listings every month. But
0: the letter itself is not necessarily soliciting the person from, it is from a real estate agent, but it is not soliciting the seller to use. It's the exact opposite. Yeah. It's saying I'm not
1: writing to you to list your home. Um, this is to, to put together, uh, an off market transaction, direct buyer to seller. However, what ends up happening is they call you, end up doing an appointment, you meet them, and you may find that maybe the house is in better condition than you expected. Maybe they want more than um, the buyer, the builder might be able to pay, uh, but you're, you know, you're in their living room now, having a good conversation, and many of those can then convert to listing. Exactly. I
0: mean, you, once you're sort of belly to belly with the seller, um, you've got an appointment, then you know that's that's all you can ask for. I mean, you're, exactly you know, then, yeah that's what everyone's going to win for. the business at that point so you know it's getting you in the door um so it's something that has been very effective it, it outlines um, a path for selling a property uh, for cash to uh, an existing in this case builder client that will cover the closing costs for the seller and there's going to be no commission, which is interesting, right? Cause it's coming from a real estate agent, but mm-hmm. this, it, it is sort of implied that the builder is going to compensate the the uh, agent. Mm-hmm. So um, you get people who are calling a lot of times cause they want to sell their house to this builder, but sometimes people will call just because they want to sell their house. Mm-hmm. Um, i think what is especially effective about that letter and we've talked about this all the time right you know if you're sending out a mail piece it doesn't matter how great the mail piece is it could be the greatest thing since sliced bread if somebody's not selling their house you're gonna throw it away right not gonna keep it it doesn't matter yeah yeah right it could be the most compelling mail piece ever but so a lot of it is about timing and that's why it's a numbers game of course but yeah. you sort of increase your odds when you are playing to an audience that may feel like they have two options, even if you're not sort of expressly stating, "Well, list your house or you can sell for cash, by virtue of it coming from a real estate agent, that's kind of understood, I think, You know, from the consumer. You know, so if you're getting a mail piece in front of somebody who is thinking about selling their house, right, the, the, the right, you've hit it at the right time, and you are in a position to say, hey, here's kind of option A, option B, even if you're not saying it in those terms, um, that's what this mail piece is designed to do. It's designed to um, try and capture as me- as much, uh, as many of those people who are prepared in the t- where the timing is right, they wanna sell their house, to get them to call because they understand that the person on the other end could potentially list their house. They are an agent, but they're also intrigued by this sort of builder cash offer perspective. So uh, I think what has made it effective for so long is that when you get it in front of people who wanna sell, you get a higher percentage of those people who are gonna call you because it's not sort of necessarily a one trick pony mail piece.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. Um, And I think I'll just repeat a point that you made a moment ago because timing is Everything and we don't know anyone's individual timing You really have to send this stuff repeatedly in order in order to have success There's there's we have no guarantee that one individual mailing will yield an ROI so when we talk about we consistently get positive ROI from mail we're talking about over a six-month period, over a twelve-month period. Yeah, yes. exactly. So, don't go. You know, if you've got a small budget, yeah. Um, don't go take your whole budget and put it into a mailer that may not come back. That is, uh, a, but a really important. Uh, point. If you if you can sort of budget yeah. out six months of mail or twelve months of mail, um, and, and, and you've, you've got, got a, a follow up system, and you know, and you're good at closing, okay. I think yes, it is something that will probably make you a good amount
0: of money. It's that's a a really important point, and I think adding on to that, Dan, part of the reason that I think direct mail, I think another reason to do exactly what you said, you can't do one cycle or two cycles. You've got to sort of commit to it and, you know, for a period of time, multiple mailers, um, and then it's going to average itself out. Part of that is because the return on direct mail is generally a little bit delayed. Um, yes. So yeah. what you'll find is um, people who are, you know, in, are selling their house, maybe in six months, will hang on to the letter. You know, they know they're selling, but they're not quite mm-hmm. ready to call. Mm-hmm. You do get sort of a delay in and the ROI. Um, that's why you've got to measure it across like at least a six-month period. Uh, so if you send out one mail piece and then you're expecting, you know, by by the end of the following months to have your ROI on it, you're probably going to be disappointed.
1: Yes. Um, and, yes. and it's a really, and you may be setting yourself up for, to be in a sort of financial bind. Uh, if you're working with a limited budget, yep. um, if you have a limited budget, you want to focus as much as possible on who you're sending to, and you probably want to send a smaller. Uh, batch of mail, um, but you still need to plan to send it to them multiple times. So um, Another thing to, co- to consider if you haven't sent mail before you want to get a unique phone number for the mail piece um, You can do this on, on lots of different phone platforms, but get a phone number that's specific to that mail piece so when you receive the call It's tracking that, so the caller ID will say, like, you know, um, mail Washington, D.C., mail piece one. Um, You can track it for marketing purposes. You also know as your phone is ringing that this might be a lead. Um, The call will also get recorded. So that's sort of a must. You got to have, like, the foundation in place before you order the mailer. Same goes. I mean, obviously, you want to have a functioning CRM at this point, make sure the leads are going in there, and you know you can do proper follow up. But but that is, I think, something else too. Um, for any any new people out there who might be listening and are sort of thinking about their first steps for generating leads, you, you got to have those foundational pieces in um, before, because um, if you if you generate all if you're effective with the mail and you generate leads, if you lose them, you know lost them and you've lost your investment so um you want to do everything you can to uh, make sure you've got all the caller ids of you know all the phone numbers of the people who called in
0: um you know when they called all all this stuff so
1: there's a lot of pieces to this puzzle
0: you've got to track it by mail piece um especially if you're trying out different mail pieces Uh, i mean there's You've got to know what the results of each mail piece are, like the month that it goes out, you know, which mail piece was it, to be able to really gauge over time what's effective and what's not effective. And the difference um, between effective and not effective, that margin is not, not going to necessarily be some huge amount, right? So you uh, may uh-huh. send out 6,000 pieces of mail and get four deals, versus sending out 6,000 pieces of mail, uh, mail and getting one deal, right? You know That's a big yeah. difference yeah, in terms yeah. of ROI, but it's not like, in one case, your phones are just ringing off the hook, right? Yeah. So you've gotta yeah. be able to track it, and the best way to do that by phone number is by just tracking yourself by phone number one thing you don't want to do is rely on the sellers to tell you what mailpiece beast they got <laughs> yes that's <laughs> <But, laughs> very good point they are inevitably somehow gonna not know or be confused uh, you we. Know, I think it was I think it had your picture on it well we haven't sent anything with my picture on it so it's not that would we'll try again yeah I also personally don't like to put the company website
1: on the email or on the letter because if they just go to the website, you don't know what source to them. So unless you create like a unique landing page and you put that URL in the letter and then hopefully they would go to that so you could track it, I, I don't like to put it there for that reason. You might get these web submissions and you're thinking it's from your SEO when really it was the letter and now you're kind of
0: not able to make correct marketing decisions. That's, a, you know, that's an interesting point in the sense, I'm not sure I ent- agree with that entirely. Yeah. Um, I, I think from a tracking perspective, what you're saying is 100% right. It's an absolute nightmare when people, and that happens with like TV advertisement, other types of advertisement mm-hmm. drive people to the website. And figuring out if it's a, a genuine SEO lead where they organically went to your website, they found your website online through like a Google search, or if it was them going to your website because they saw another piece of your marketing, is a nightmare because then you are stuck relying on whatever the seller is remembers, and a lot of times they sort of are, have forgotten or they're not entirely sure. So you know, a lot of times. So why do you like to put the website on the letter? Because a lot of the people that we work with go to the website they read about us they see our better business bureau they you know they, they so like you think
1: it. it helps with conversion.
0: I think it does help with conversion um, in some cases and I think that is more important than you know maybe having a confused conversation with the seller about exactly what the source of that lead was I think you have to sort of
1: well you that. don't have to have a confused conversation if you have a unique phone number for every letter. And that's it.
0: Yes, uh, but if they go to your website, though, that's what we're talking about. But
1: because you put the website URL on there,
0: yeah, if exactly. you didn't put the website it, yeah, URL, that's the trade-off. I think yeah. you're sort of saying, "Hey, like, I'm gonna. Ha- I realize. I think this will. Con- by having the website on there, I think this letter will con- convert yeah. more people. You think you'll get in total more leads? However, it'll be more difficult to understand exactly. where they came from. Yes. And, which is a trade-off that I What about using
1: a specific landing page for
0: the mail piece? I, I don't think I, we've I've ever never, tried that before. I don't, don't before. like it. I don't um, want to be making landing pages every day, like every month. How many well, I know you wouldn't be making it. How many landing pages do you want, Dan? <laughs> there would have to be a lot. That's the problem.
1: You have <laughs> to make be, a lot of them. Then you'd be like... <laughs> and I guess it would still... be so confused in, about which landing page. I so know. It out. would be yeah. imperfect also because they might still just type in the main url and, and it's the landing page are they all going to be the same no it would be like two three you know just, well the page itself might be the same but the url would have to be changed okay time. so each month we're creating three more landing pages maybe, we're maybe i mean if you want to really track your internet <laughs> yeah if you really want to track stuff
0: i guess that would be the way to do it and i think the worst mailer that we ever sent out um this was maybe four years ago was a postcard um, <laughs> it was going to be a postcard a hundred dollar bill a picture
1: <laughs> bill. it was it got one why am i
0: not surprised that didn't work one deal it was horrible one deal and the guy loved it that one guy <laughs> he brought that postcard to the settlement Oh wow! It was like here I love like, these guys. Here it is. Look at this, baby. <laughs> and then we got so little traffic, other than that one guy. Yeah, I mean that was. I, I think we. I think we sent that out. I don't know why we sent that. Why we even tried that. I knew. You was, got a test done. I knew it was gonna be awful, but I guess it. I guess. Yeah, you do. Have you don't really know. You, you, know. Never, you never really, really know. know. You always yeah. have an opinion, but yeah. It, so well, that guy loved it. That guy loved it, and it was but... a good deal. Actually, that yeah. did have a positive ROI because that was a good deal. That particular road was a good deal. It was not like a super strong ROI, but it, that one deal carried still carried yeah, that bill for piece, it, yeah. But the amount of traffic we got from it was so dismal that we never did it again. <laughs> Yeah. what do you think about the uh do you have an opinion Dan about the you know the machines that will sort of create the handwriting uh it, no. it, it holds like an actual um, it's a machine that holds a pen you know yeah um I think we do do that at
1: this point um I don't like it as much it's expensive it's, and it's hard I guess we have a pretty good one but um
0: if it, if it looks at all fake, then I really don't like it at all. They, the one, the vendor we use, it, it does look good. I mean, it's a real pen to paper. It's and it's a machine that actually holds a real pen and writes Okay, it. So okay. it does look real. Um, and it is in fact a...
1: But these computer
0: generated ones
1: that are some yeah, common,
0: those are terrible. Yeah, those are terrible. But these this type of uh, mail piece is more... Um, about twice as expensive as, as some other mail pieces that don't have that. They could, they There's can a be question. Here's a question for you. It. What do you think about envelope color? I think it matters. Yeah. You want to stand out. I think it matters. Um, one thing that I... You know, we have tried that I think also is... is can is effective. I personally do not like it if I as if I am the recipient of this. Are uh, envelopes that say something like time sensitive. I don't like that at that all. That kind of thing. Yeah, I, I hate that. You know, it's you know it's BS. Um, but I still open it. You still. Want but if it is
1: a sales, if it is, it is for some sales purpose, it, I'm right really angry. Right in right right the trash. I, I would never consider working with them for that reason. No, it
0: it's it does get you to open okay, it. Okay, like
1: insurance companies will send me that and and uh I have to open it, but if it's just simply uh, you, know, you know contact uh, us about a new
0: rate. Right. Or uh, it'll so, say like do like do not band or like it'll say something yeah, to yeah. get you to open it. Yeah. That is I it, wouldn't like, try that. Uh, yeah. well we did try it a couple of years ago. Um, it didn't seem to have any more, yeah, more yeah. It it didn't seem to do a whole lot. It was... uh, We got similar results. But we only did it once, which is not enough to make a judgment on direct mail, as we've said at the beginning. Interestingly,
1: I think my very first deal ever was from a yellow letter, and it was sort of like Scribble on a yellow letter that I had a company create for me. I think they were out of Washington State, and it said something like... um, I honked at student drivers. It was like... I'm, you want to sell your house? I buy houses. Like, was it? Did, why are you using that voice? It it, it looked like red as if it was like by <laughs> you someone. Want your, you want to
0: sell your house?
1: I buy houses. It was like not well written at all. But that was the goal. It was supposed to look like supernatural. Like not supernatural, but like somebody very just natural. sat down and wrote scribble. Yeah, scribbled in and put it yeah. inside the door. Anyway, okay. It actually yielded a couple of deals. Including we, my very first one. We've had
0: some,
1: uh, but it also yielded ang- enough angry people
0: that I stopped having oh, it. Angry people. Yeah. Well, going on the yellow, I mean, we, we've, we've sent out, it was like
1: a notepad paper sort of scribbled.
0: We've said we've, uh, the yellow envelopes we've done well with, um, we, we've done well with color a lot, envelopes. One thing that has that we also have gotten pretty good results on, and we've used a vendor that will put uh, place a sticky note mm. on there. That, yeah. that has been effective yeah. uh, on the letter. The right. sticky note with yeah. actual handwriting on it that says something. Yeah, give me you know, a call. Give me yeah, a call. Yeah. 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 But in terms, I'll tell you, that's one thing I have never understood is the angry recipients of direct mail. You sent me an email yesterday to have a very angry. Person. We got somebody who received one of our direct mail pieces, they responded and basically said sent us an email and said, Go fuck yourself and that's actually Literally verbatim what it said. What yeah. I said. Um, along with some other some other colorful things, yeah. You know, Which I just have never understood that. Who take who gets something in the mail? And becomes so enraged that they want to take additional steps. Yeah, do they do this with the Verizon? Is yeah, the like- to, <laughs> <laughs> something in the mail about from like Window Nation. They're like, "Screw you!" <laughs> it's like, yeah. how dare they have to you make a lot of calls, and, and they think that it's directed at them. It's like, what do you th- you think something's wrong with my Windows? <laughs> like, you've actually been them, scoping out their house. Who has the time? I, I it's bizarre to me, but. Um, but you'll get it if you get into direct mail. People you will don't get reach it. out and be like, I would never sell my house. This house was passed down to me by so and so. I don't ever want to see your name again. This yeah, is, uh, it's insulting to me that you would think that I would ever sell my house. Like, Go
1: work your SOI. Yeah. <laughs> like a normal person. <laughs> Shouldn't you be working your sphere right now, <laughs> <Okay>. sir? <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't, shouldn't you be taking out someone on your kids soccer team for <laughs> coffee and
0: asking who they know
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: seriously it was uh well anyway so I think um hopefully that that's helpful to, to some who are thinking yeah about
1: anyone else and also if you have just some rock star mail piece i i would love to hear sure um our our lines are open i don't know if kevin's is at this point but mine is what kind of please what that, do what that reach out why would you say <laughs> such a horrible <laughs> because thing. on a prior podcast you said you didn't want anyone to contact a very to you very friendly
0: person <laughs> incredibly op- open and friendly
1: all right well as of today uh, according to this episode uh kevin's but, also can, but available Nah, but I'll call me. Or email us, uh, even better. I really, I'm serious. Not a joke. If you are killing it with direct mail, I would love to hear what you're doing. If you're interested, we will have you on the pod. Uh, I'm sure our audience would be interested to hear. We've got something that's worked well for us, but I am sure there are others that are doing much better. Uh, So we we would love to hear from you. That's it. We're out of time. All right. Talk Talk to you later.